Hello friends and family, I hope the week is going well so far. Marcus Forever and Gaines Purnell here, back with another dive into scripture. This week we're going to be looking at 1 Kings chapter 8 verses 54 through 65, with Solomon offering a blessing upon all of Israel. Specifically, what I'd encourage you all to look for is what God means to Solomon. And at this time, I invite you to grab your Bible, or if you have access to one, and open up to 1 Kings chapter 8, 54 through 65. Now when Solomon finished offering all this prayer and this plea to the Lord, he arose from facing the altar of the Lord, where he had knelt with hands outstretched toward heaven. He stood and blessed all the assembly of Israel with a loud voice. Blessed be the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel according to all that he had promised. Not one word has failed all of his good promise, which he spoke through his servant Moses. The Lord our God be with us as he was with our ancestors. May he not leave us or abandon us, but incline our hearts to him to walk in all his ways, to keep his commandments, his statures, and his ordinances, which he commanded to our ancestors. Verse 59. Let these words of mine, with which I pleaded before the Lord, be near to the Lord our God day and night, and may he maintain the cause of his servant and the cause of his people Israel as each day requires, so that all the peoples of the earth may know that the Lord is God. There is no other. Therefore devote yourselves completely to the Lord our God, walking in his statures and keeping his commandments at this day. Then the king and all of Israel with him offered sacrifice before the Lord. Solomon offered as sacrifices of well-being to the Lord, 22,000 oxen and 120,000 sheep. So the king and all the people of Israel dedicated the house of the Lord. The same day the king consecrated the middle of the court that was in front of the house of the Lord. For there he offered the burnt offerings and the grain offerings and the fat pieces of the sacrifices of well-being, because the bronze altar that was before the Lord was too small to receive the burnt offerings and the grain offerings and the fat pieces of the sacrifices of well-being. In verse 65, So Solomon held the festival at that time, and all Israel with him, a great assembly, people from Lebohamath to the Wadi of Egypt, before the Lord our God, seven days. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, as always, I'd like to ask you what personally stood out to you. Not only thinking about that, but going back to what I wanted us to notice, let's take a look at how much God means to Solomon. In one sense, Solomon gives praise to God. Seems pretty obvious, right? But more importantly, Solomon wants Israel to wants Israel to give praise to God in his loud voice, what I would imagine sounding very bold and confident, Solomon reminds Israel of who God is and why God is worthy of praise. Now, if you read or listened to our study from last week, then this will probably sound pretty familiar. Solomon announces to Israel that they are in the presence of the same God who was present with Moses. And as such, he wanted Israel to understand what he understands. God is a covenantal, promise-keeping God, therefore making God worthy of receiving praise. Now in another sense, Solomon makes a petition or request to God in verses 57 and 58. 
The Lord, our God, be with us as he was with our ancestors. May he not leave us or abandon us, but incline our hearts to him to walk in all of his ways, to keep his commandments, statures, and ordinances, which he commanded for our ancestors. Now, it's as if Solomon is asking God to not only draw near to Israel, but for Israel to remember to draw near to God. If there's anything we would need to remember here, it's the fact that Israel's relationship with God is a bit of a roller coaster. Israel's had its highs in drawing near to God and remembering the very promises that God made, along with its lows and valleys and settling for idols, pushing God away, and essentially placing their faith elsewhere. And it's as if Solomon seems to be aware of this pattern in Israel, hence him making this petition to both God and Israel. So why then does Solomon make the seemingly, if you will, repetitive petition to God? We can see this in verse 59 with Solomon wanting God to listen to this prayer so that, in verse 60, all the peoples of the earth may know that the Lord is God. There is no other. I think for Solomon, it comes back to Israel's overall level of obedience. How obedient would Israel be in walking in all of God's ways and keeping God's commandments, statutes, and ordinances? I think the same goes for us today. How obedient are we to the God that lives in Christ? In verse 61, Solomon gives a charge to Israel to be obedient when he states, Therefore devote yourselves completely to the Lord our God, walking in his statutes and keeping his commandments as at this day. I think the same holds true for us, in that we are devoting ourselves to God and walking in God's ways and statures, notably in the life, person, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So in closing, what does all of this mean for us? I think largely it begs the question of how much we want God. How much value do we ascribe and attach to God? How persistent are we in pursuing God? Do we resemble Solomon in how much attention we give to God? Obviously, we're not offering sacrifices and burnt offerings and grain offerings, but are we offering things like our time, our energy, our good-hearted faith efforts in pursuing God? Are we doing things like seeking first the kingdom of God and God's own righteousness, like in Matthew 6:33? But I think all of it comes back to how much we want God and how much do you want God? Thank you so much for taking the time to listen slash read. I actually said slash <laughs> to either read or listen to the study. I hope it's both encouraged you and challenged you to take action and to do something in your faith walk and notably beg the question and challenge you to really consider how much you want God. But until next week, I pray that the peace of Christ would be with you and yours.